The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town Welcome, welcome to Call Me Last for Sports Talk Radio. Call Me just walks in the building. Alex Clancy, Deborah Debris. We have a special guest back again, Michael Clancy, my father. Just flew in, uh, made me wake up an extra 15 minutes early, which I wasn't too happy about. But uh, we're all here. You look like you're up. I, I look like I'm up, yeah, you see? You look like you smoke a pot of weed nope. when you came in. Nope, clear eyes, baby. <laughs> Takes the red eyes away. Good thing Twinkies are back. <laughs> oh, Deborah. So uh, we do have a have lot. You had, of... Have you had one? <laughs> a new, new Twinkie? No. You? Uh, in my lifetime? No, I'm telling since they knew. I haven't the had new ones. No, I, I boycott them now. I've heard they're smaller. Why? Because they're not hostess. They're not the same. Oh, that's true. They're not the same. Francis? You say Michael? <laughs> I call him Francis. I, I wanted to give him, <laughs> <laughs> I, I give him a, a little heads up for what his real name is. Um, so we have a lot to talk about. Let's get right to it. Uh, Alex Rodriguez, uh, we'll talk, talk about him. We'll talk about the uh, questionable call that the umpire made in the Rays-Red Sox game last night. We'll touch on some NFL football injuries. Jeremy Macklin, Dennis Pitta. Before camp really gets in full swing, they already have guys behind the eight ball and teams um, looking to fill spots now. Johnny Football, because he's always one of the topics of conversation that we've been talking about. Jadavian um, Clowney's coach said that he's the greatest athlete ever, or the greatest athlete playing right now on any level. What that makes you as a coach, the greatest coach. or Yeah, or an idiot. <laughs> Uh, and uh, and we can maybe even touch on Penn State a little bit with uh, Mr. McCreary and the, his comments about Joe Paterno and, and what Joe Paterno said in his in his final days. Did you see the um, what's the guy named the uh, molester guy? Sandusky. Sandusky. You see all the kids are changing their names. I I Some believe it. Yeah, they're changing their names. So they want it's, it's it's hard. What if your last name is Manson? You want to you know in that time right. you change your name. Yeah, it's uh, that's definitely one of them that's up there now in in the lore of. I mean, he didn't obviously kill people, but he definitely killed the spirits and killed emotions of people. Exactly. Deborah, you probably yeah. It's, it's kind of like he killed a lot of people. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like I, I think, like I got a problem with um people who who's been raped, or I got a problem with the raper. He should go to jail. Now I, I want to put him to death, but I want him just go to jail and they'll take care of that. Yeah, but he they get put in solitary there. Yeah. They get put in a different block. Yeah, well, but you, like you know Charlie, what? You, you kill somebody. Place to live. Yeah. You kill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is he still alive? That guy's a genius. How you stay alive that long after all you've done? Charles Manson. Oh, but Charles the thing Manson. is, with him, his personality is he kept doing things to get himself back in prison because that's where he felt safe. <laughs> that's that's, where, that's all, what he knew. That was his home ground. All his buddies were there. Yep. Crazy. You talk crazy, about crazy. a good mental guy. He could mm. play games with people's minds. Yeah, and most time. most serial killers and most guys like that are geniuses. Oh, or they have are. some sort of genius yep. in them, which is definitely a paradox of what mm. what, what you would normally think. I keep my eyes on you. Go ahead. Okay. Well, let's let's <laughs> the, the number one. You number said one, geniuses. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, biggest <laughs> idiot in the news right now, in my opinion, uh, Alex Rodriguez. Uh, he's he's been asked about this deal that he could take, play, uh, sit out the next year and a half. 
and get charged with a labor dispute. It wouldn't be with HGH. It would be like with him, uh, him trying to coerce people over to the biogenesis clinic for him tampering with evidence and so on and so forth. So it begs a question, is this the correct thing to do? Or do does Major League Baseball not even try to give him this deal and just try to get a lifetime ban and be rid of him and the Yankees wouldn't having to pay him you know, the 75 or $80 million that they still owe him? Well, the the Yankees want the Yankees want to get rid of him. Period. Enough of Alec Rodriguez. This is this is his third time two with them. Um, his his issue is is his his eternal life after that. His Hall of Fame status after that. So if you go down with uh, you know steroid use being popped twice, um, twice with the Yankees, and I think it's the third time uh, might have come up. Well, let's just say it two for the sake of argument. His legacy is going into Hall of Fame is not going to happen because he has Hall. He will end up with Hall of Fame numbers. He has Hall of Fame numbers, um, and, and I don't think the big contracts, the, the two two hundred and fifty to uh, two hundred seventy-five million dollars, make you a Hall of Famer. It makes baseball able to pay players like him, yeah. uh, but you still have to produce. I think his his thing is his legacy. He wants to play so he can get his guaranteed contract if he gets on the field. He was trying to make demands last week, play me by Friday, but he wasn't even doing anything in the minors. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, and it's not helping him that Derek Jeter's trying to come back every two weeks to try and play one more year of baseball when he's had no steroid issues, no nothing. He got, a hundred I think, $118 mil, million dollar contract uh, years ago. Well, you remember he, they, they held, they held, he held them hostage to do that, too, because you think of Derek Jeter, you think of the New York Yankees, you think of New York, um, but they were trying. New York really didn't want to pay him that much. Right, and this was around when he was about to hit three, get his 3,000 three tips. Right. So it was like after that, it's like right, how much worth are you really going to have for us? And he's shown, even though they've won one World Series together, a Rod and uh, so A Rod's gotten paid over five hundred million dollars to win one World Series for the Yankees. I don't know if that necessarily uh, computes. I like that contract. Give me sign me up. What do you think, Francis? Mr. Clancy? Well, I think that uh, the Yankees would rather have him take the deal. He comes back in two fifteen and he can't play. So for the Yankees, it'd be worth. The, they don't want him back on the field, and if he can take this year off, the rest of this year and next year off. There's no way he comes back, and that's worth $60 million to them. Well, but, no, but, but it, nobody can do that. You can't sit out. I, I can't say nobody. Um, some, somebody, but at a high level, and he plays third where that ball is coming hot, you're not going to be able to come back out of two years and, and hold that position. Yeah, down. but even if he retires, he still gets paid. So but they don't the have to see him in a Yankee uniform again. <laughs> so it's kind of like the Hernandez. I'm get rid of him. I don't want to be him associated with the Patriots, even though you, know, you can go back into the past and say, well, he used to play for the Patriots. Yeah, well, he's going to be remembered for something other than the team well, he played for, allegedly. Right? Allegedly. I think the I, I I agree. I think the Yankees just want to get rid of him, get him out of the pinstripes, and move forward. Well, if you can't force somebody to retire, you can't put them on IR if they're not hurt. You can't put them on the deal if they're not hurt. I'm I'm sure Shoot. people do, but I understand that. But in theory, uh, on paper, you're not allowed to do that. So how do they make him? Because he's going to want to come back. So so if if he accepts the deal. He's out for a year and a half. He'll never play again for the Yankees, and that costs him $60 million. If he doesn't accept the deal and he appeals, he can play for as long as the appeal takes, and if he loses, he's out of baseball forever, and he loses the $60 million. Yeah, and what does that do to the franchise if he starts coming back and, you know, the people showing up in the stadium, what's their reaction going to be to him? As long as Derek Jeter's there, he's the bigger story. Well, you can lose money, though. But, you I know, what? It's, it's, it's also like um, you got a 
criminal on your team and you love the four like a basketball team. Yeah. You got four guys on there that's doing everything right. You got one criminal. You think the fans going to show up? Cuz they wow. they're not showing up to watch that guy play or not play. They sh- they're not showing up because the organization is not doing the right thing by somebody having so many chances to do the right thing and consistently mess them mess, mess those chances up. I don't want to pay half-season tickets to that team anymore. Well, and what's the locker room going to be like? Right. Because those guys aren't going to want to Well, the locker room is kind of different. That's a different ball game. When you get in the locker room, guys know you have issues and have problems, but once you're in the locker room, you're kind of safe. As long as you bring it. Yeah, you're kind of safe. But is is that changing now with Ryan Braun? Because I hear his teammate, you know, the the, the clean players are kind of done with these guys. Mm-hmm. But Ryan point. Braun went on a rant. Do you guys remember that rant he went on? How dare you accuse me of this, this, and that? And he got off on a technicality. But then he's right back in a situation where he's positive. Yeah, but I, he went on this rant. And I, I didn't agree. Uh, we argued on this um, at that time. It was three years ago. We argued that. Uh, Matt Kemp should have got. I said Matt Kemp should have got mm-hmm. the MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think Alex was going on Braun. Because of his numbers. We should pull the tape back on that. I think I've always been a Matt Kemp fan. But no, anyways. you will Yeah, pull the tape back on it. I would ask uh, D to do it, but that's too much work. See, there you go. <laughs> See, I, D, I, I, I got your back. Now. Stand up. Stand I want up, you doing D. no extra work, D. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> Arod, steroids, pro, pro, potential suspension, or labor dispute, whatever he's going to get popped for. In the in the locker room, I feel like, and we've talked we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. The difference between the NFL and Major League Baseball is the Major League Baseball focuses on stars, and the NFL focuses on the game. So the stars are always going to cause issues in the locker room unless you're winning, which you know, and, and even even more so. I mean, even if you are winning, they're still going to cause issues because they're the ones that are making the most money. They don't have to play hard anymore because they're already set. And I feel like when A Rod came to L came to the uh, the Yankees, that's always been the issue. And it's so disjointed with the Yankees from top to bottom because they're starting to buy talent and try to buy championships. There's never really been a cohesive unit that they've put out there, at least not in recent history. I think so, A-Rod, A-Rod was looking for a place where he can win World Series and go down in history as one of the better, best baseball players, one of the better baseball players in a game. Um, and that's not that haven't worked out. What he's he's won once since he's been with the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. one total. Yeah. yeah, he when you got those when you have those championships, those World Series, those uh, Super Bowls. When you can win Wimbledon, you go down in history as one of the best. They could never take that away from you uh, when you won the final game of the season of any professional sport. And I think that's what he was looking for, to go down in history, uh, win some championships, because the Yankees were known for buying championships or buying the best players, whether they went to Boston or not, played for the Sox or not. They wanted the best players because they want to go down as that franchise that has the most World Series. Yeah. So okay. So this is one major issue with baseball. It's a pressing issue. It has been, and it will continue to be until these names come out. And that's another uh, little subplot about this: is why is it taking so long for these names to come out? Like, what what are they waiting for that makes it, it, that makes every day it, getting closer to, for names coming out? All these things. Ryan Braun came out quick. That was it. And then A Rod's been looming. Just tell them. Tell us what you know. What what? How does it help you? to keep it from the public who are buying these tickets, who are doing these things. Granted, it's going to cause Major League Baseball to need a major facelift in a couple of years from now. But say it's Albert Pujols, say it's Nelson Cruz who's been, who's been said to be linked to it. If it's the biggest stars in baseball, is this the end for baseball? Is this, like this going to be a dark... The thing is, there are so many behind-the-door meetings going on right now. And sure, and I understand meetings that. Meetings you know, in the back alleys and who knows where, as well as, you know, the, the players and stuff are, you know, they're having internal conversations, you know, between 
team members, you know, just individuals within their own head are going through major debates. It's mental and emotional type thing, fingering out, trying to finger, trying to figure out now what's the end result going to be and how's that going to play out for me. You, so you, there's so many pieces. Well, yeah, and if you're puzzle. a cheater, you're going to get caught. And I'm sure a lot yeah, of people are freaking out at this point. There's a lot of different angles. Al, Al, Al Zeto didn't get caught. He, he cheated. He didn't get caught. He died from steroids. But it, it's, it's, it goes back to what that league, what that professional business, um, how they want to promote their game. Mm-hmm. When baseball was down, I think Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire was allowed to use steroids to bring them back. What brought it back was the home run. And, then, and I think, um, what's the guy in San Fran? Um, Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds was in, involved with all that also. Um I think they was allegedly. I think they was allowed to use steroids to bring it back because that's when people start coming back into the stands for the home run nonsense. Mm-hmm. You do this again in baseball; it's already a slow game. You think people will come? I, I love baseball. You you have to. It seems like it's a boring thing. It's kind of like golf. It seems boring until you play in the game. Um, but those fans are not going to tolerate that. They spend a lot of money to uh, buy those season tickets. But I'll tell you what. On the flip side, Mister Mister Clancy over here took me to Wrigley when. Uh, the Cardinals was, were playing the Cubs in, in that whole uh, home run on the home run battle. Um, Associate two, McGuire hit one, and I've never had a better time at a baseball stadium in my life. Well, that's one because so, she was at Wrigley. But that, other than that, them two but still, I mean, uh, well, uh, Pac, or AT&T Park in San Francisco, mm-hmm. like when McCovey's Cove and stuff, when, when you can make any ballpark relevant if you have a guy that's hitting home runs, even in Toronto with uh, Joey Bats. I was going to say Toronto, but probably not. Well, because those fences are so freaking high. It's <laughs> you can't not, make Toronto. You, need, you, can't you can't make Toronto. You can't try and steal the ball from over the park, but uh, from over the fence. But, yeah, I mean, yes, you're right. Baseball. Well, you said what's taking them so long. If you're going to – Incriminate somebody of something. You better be sure you, that person's done it. So they, that's they've been watching for. since '98 when he came in the league. They've been watching. They've seen in in uh. McGuire in, was your size when he came in the league. Yeah, you see rookie of the year. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was tiny when he was with Pittsburgh. He had a small head. But I can't. And I can't <laughs> say, he did. I can't. He did. But I can't say a guy don't bulk up. You know, as he go into as, as you get older, you put on more weight. But you learn. You learn to play with that weight. Well, you put on. Cecil Fielder weight, or you put on muscle weight. You put no, on you put on muscle weight. Well, and then I mean, look at Albert Pujols. He's looked like that his whole, the whole time right. in his in his career. I mean, that's correct, right? Maybe, and I, if I and I've said this, and I'll say it again: if Albert Pujols is one of those guys on that list, I will never watch baseball again. I don't think he is. I really hope he's not. But I'm I'm prejudiced. I I, I prejudge people all the time. You do all all the time. Yeah, I know. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you part of who you are, Kwame. So, I mean, I hope that they come out with names soon. I mean, I'm sure everybody shares that same sentiment, and so we can kind of move forward and and see what the rest of baseball, what the lore of baseball, will have to offer us. Especially with all these guys up for a Hall of Fame. Now, you you talked about um, uh, McGuire and Sosa. And if Pete Rose is not allowed in the Hall of Fame, none of these guys. I'm, I'm will, glad should you. Be. I'm glad you mentioned that. Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. But this is Bud Selig. Bud Selig is. Pete Rose should be on the Hall of Fame. He's, he's I, a, I, I mean, I bet on games. Yeah, but you never played them. Huh? Hopefully, you're not incriminating yourself in the NFL. No, I didn't, I didn't bet on games I played in. Neither did he. But that's so, a that's a rule of. There's nothing in baseball uh, rules that say no drugs, but there is a rule against betting gambling on baseball. So he violated, and then he stonewalled it for ten years. He was uh, like Brom. Like, yeah, he mm. just stonewalled it. So they said, okay. And by the time he copped to it, it was too late. Because at so, that point, he was trying to get into the Hall of Fame right. then. So but he thought in that 10 years that he was stonewalling it, they'll let me in. That's and right. it'll all be done. Kwame, let me ask you a question. So I, I think that drugs, everybody's going to cheat. You know, there'll be different biogenics, this and that and the other thing. What do you think about 
um, a rule that would say if you get caught with drugs and it's proven, you lose your contract. I agree 100%. You do. Because you are already the best in the world. I don't know why you got to take drugs. Some is, and, and we talked on the show a lot about it could be pressure. Um, I have to get on the field. I'm a second-string guy. I have to get on the field. It can be pressure. I got injured. I have to get back on the field. It can be pressure to live up a contract. You're already the best in the world. You don't need that. If, you, if you've if got that contract, as Alex say all the time, you set for life. Uh, he's just talking about guys with money. But yeah. if you, <laughs> but you still have to play. You know what? Everybody, uh, there's a lot of people that can get money in, 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 in their chosen sport. But you really want that ring. You want that championship. That's the, I think that's the only way you, way you play the game, and then that money comes. But there are, there are a handful. There's some guys that strictly play the game for, for money. Yeah, and, and, and you don't want them on your team. Isn't that the final solution? They, they lose your contract. They lose your contract. No, yeah, yeah absolutely. It. You're void and you are banned from well, – yeah. and I think, I think you should be banned. You're, you cheat. You're not allowed to play anymore. And, and, That's and, the and, way it should be. And baseball got 182 games. That's 182 regular games. They play about 220-something games with the – uh, spring training and then the postseason. Uh, I think a hundred game suspension is good, no pay. I think it's good, but you can't come right back and then say, uh, "What would they got? Eighty-two more games." It depends on when they get yeah, suspended. But I'm, I'm talking if you get caught using drugs. If done. you got a five-year, hundred million dollar contract, done, done, yeah, done. That'll clean the sport out. That will clean, and that, that will clean any sport out. So then you you have them go sign somewhere else. You're not allowed to play for that team anymore. No, but no, done. no, no, oh, you're done. Yeah. Yes. No, no, you're done. done. You're done, done in the league. the league. You can't. I, any guy is good. I can go play for Deborah's team, um, and I just, I just, you just kicked me off your team or the league, suspend me from playing from, from your team. I said, that's fine. I'll just go play over here. Right. You yeah. can't do that. But what would happen, I can see this happening, guys going overseas because they can pay you overseas. They yeah, got, they, and, they and steroids aren't really. Uh, steroids over there is, is like <laughs> taking a cough syrup. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> but that's so, the only way in finality that you clean up. Yeah, baseball. no, of course. And but then, but Major League Baseball will be like the WNBA. No offense to WNBAers. It'll be you, without home runs and without exciting plays and without huge guys. Major League Baseball is what it was like in the '40s and '50s when it was just literally hitting like, base hits, small ball. It, it's Gibby ball all over, all yeah, over majors. They, they were doing drugs in the '40s and '50s. Well, the opium, start, pot. They was doing all that stuff. If you start taking the drugs away and that, then um, you know the guys are going to still be very competitive. They're still going to look at now how am I going to pump up my body in another way? Mm-hmm. And there's so much more science now in how you can work out your body right. legally in order to get better. In Dr- order to Drago on Rocky. Oh man! <laughs> well, plus, you don't know how many picture, pitchers are, are taking <laughs> stuff too. So, if you clean baseball all the way up, you may find that That's you're hitting point. home runs at a regular pace. There's no pitchers because there's no Roger Clemens, right? Well, and Bartolo Colon, give me a break. How is how is Bartolo Colon still standing up right now? He's thirteen and four. He with Indi- with the Indians when they went to the World Series. Was he on that team? In, I think it was 98 against um, against the Braves when the Braves won the World Series against the Indians. Uh, he was I think he was their ace then, and he's still he's in Oakland now, 13 and four. He was in the Balco investigation, the initial one, and he's still playing baseball. So he'll be on. I, I'm almost positive he'll he's be on the, on the list, list for the new the new biogenesis list. Some but. guys are just craftier um, as as they get older. They learn, lucky. They learn how to pitch. The luck may have a play a place in it, but. You get as you get older, you get crafty. You know where to place balls. Like quarterbacks who can't throw deep anymore, they know when to let the ball go. So now it is a deep ball. They just let it go early. It seems like well, you got to court the ball forty yards down the field. That's the thing. I mean, it's human nature to be competitive. So when you've got people who are already not only competitive, they're at a high <coughs> level of competition. 
they're going to figure out. You take one thing away from them, they're going to figure out another way to use their mind, their body, and their spirit in order to make things happen. Or you can find another uh, strain of HGH that mm-hmm. people haven't figured out yet. There's always going to be a new strain. It's just like any other. It's like any disease that next year it was. It was one year it was the bird flu, then is the. It was. It's always going to be something. It's a new strain. All this stuff is laboratory made anyway. Yeah, and I mean, having said all of that, I still love sports, and I'll take it for what it is. And you and you get. Nothing's perfect, and you take it with you take it with the bumps and bruises of these these select few. Because really, most people aren't taking steroids. Most people aren't doing, are, aren't cheating in all sports. So well, that's why I watch golf. Because right now, golf there's no drugs in golf. Uh, I watch Tiger Woods get real big. I'm like, is this guy on something? I'm like, why would you get that big to play golf? You play golf till you 65, 70 years old, and and, and can compete. So. I'm not gonna watch a sport where there's just guys just still roared up. I'm not gonna. It's not. It's not funny anymore. There's no. Where's the guys who's not taking drugs? How do they compete? Well, it, it it'll be interesting to see what happens with Chris Davis now, Miguel Cabrera especially. These guys that are now at the upper echelon of the major league ba- of major league baseball that have never been popped before, they're always looked at as eh, maybe, maybe they're maybe they're cheating, maybe they're they haven't got caught yet. And I hear a lot of people. Well, you better say be that. sure if you put my name in something that's that bad. You better be sure I'm, I'm positive on something. Well, and that's why it's taken so long for all this yeah. to come out because there's so much investigation, and then they're looking at what are the legalities, and then they're looking at how do we put the words together in a way that when we announce it, that somebody doesn't come back and you know look for, at us like legally. defamation or, or whatever. Defamation yeah, so easily. Yeah, I mean, there's so much that goes behind this. It's incredible. Yeah, so it'll be Everybody's interesting to see. Everybody's covering their butt is basically what it boils yeah, and, down to. And, and, and the last thing, you know, you can end the contracts, but until the clean players go to the Players Association and say, stop protecting the cheaters, mm-hmm. let's have a, a complete drug testing program in baseball. Because I think that, that the rank-and-file clean players are starting to be hurt. I mean, Ryan Braun's teammates, all of this. As soon as they step up and tell their union, we're going to go clean. Well, Ron Braun won MVP, and that's what their players, it makes it easier for that team to do it because their players, like, you just won an MVP, but you was dirty doing it. Well, and, and look at the Diamondbacks. We talked about this before. They, the, they beat the Diamondbacks in the first round of the playoffs that year, and the Diamondbacks hadn't made the playoffs in, in a long time. So it's unfair for everybody around them. Teammates, yes, but I, I agree with, uh, Fra- I'll say Francis one time. Uh, I'll, I'll agree with that one time. You call him, that, Frank. You call him Frank. Uh, oh, thank you. Uh, we're just making up whole new names now. Um, I agree in the fact that the uh, Major League Players Association is the most ironclad. There needs to be checks and balances, especially with people that have played in baseball, that have play, they all play baseball, and then you have them against the owners and the suits and you know everything in that regard. There needs to be checks and balances. These guys have seemingly absolute control with how ridiculous all the contracts are, with ridiculous how much uh, protection these players have. There needs something needs to change, and that's a hundred percent true. And here's it, how you here's how you get rid of it. If you fail a test, you're done. Your yeah, contract, but, yeah, but the, your, your five year twenty five, your five year seventy five million dollars is that's done. That's more like it. Done, gone. You think have. You know we can hear that snot on the, on the yeah, air. You're sniffing. You know, <laughs> the snot. You swallowing snot. It's, anyway, that contract is gone. You want to lose $75 million because you can't stay clean? All you got to do is play football. Oh, it's get, most of it is guaranteed. If you're playing baseball or basketball, it's guaranteed to you. Yeah. You play football, you only guarantee your – nothing's guaranteed. Your signing bonus is not even guaranteed. It's conduct detrimental. They find a way to take that from you. 
Yeah, there's got to be happy medium between the two. Uh, lose your contract. Nobody wants to lose seventy five. No, million I'm saying there's got to be happy medium between major league contracts and NFL contracts. Well, look at uh, Adam Jones. I wouldn't have gave Adam Jones all them chances to play football. You play in a sport where you're talented, and he got drafted in the first round. Did he go to West Virginia? He, you got drafted in the first round, and from the time you got in the league, which you've done some things in college, from the time you got in the league, you decide not to clean up your act. You, you really go and generate millions of dollars and not clean up your act, and now you got to pay millions of dollars in lawyer fees. You, you're done. You got one. You got two chances, and you out. Well, and that was the whole thing where he was making it rain in the strip club, and then there were gun uh, shots fired and whatnot. Yeah. But this is all now. The common go back to thing is well, he went back to his old crowd, so he can't help himself. So he went back to his old crowd, but then his you're old an idiot. friends. You're an idiot. You get, you, if you don't, you can't go back home. NFL guys, mm. professional guys, they 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 get in trouble. A great deal of trouble when you go back home and think that city is yours. When people there are doing things that trying to survive, that's their city. Uh, if you will, I'm doing it uh, air quotes. Um, <laughs> that's looks, their city. You, you. You're not gonna go home and say I'm the man here in my city. You're not gonna do that when well, people are doing other things trying to survive. And you go home and people don't look at you the same. Look at now the statistics. you're looked at. There's a guy with the money. Yeah. You know what can we get from him? They will rob their best friend. <clears throat> Yeah, and, and the thing I know not in Burbank that, where you from, but they didn't wear, but and that includes their family too. Burbank, yeah. <laughs> that's where I was born actually. Good pull though. Uh, Aaron Hernandez went back and he, but he was trying to do the correct thing and he didn't go to Connecticut. He went to Florida so we could get out of Bristol, so we can get out of where all of the bad things were happening. But I guess trouble follows you wherever you go if you wanted to. So uh, we'll see what happens with all these steroid things. I know we got a little off you think, track there. You think uh, Aaron Hernandez is uh, guilty? I. I'm not a lawyer, and I don't have all the facts. You're not a. I'm the major. I'm, I'm the major leagues right now. You know, doing a lot of behind think, the scenes uh, meetings, and I, I haven't really made my my final statement yet. You think he's guilty or not? I, maybe. <laughs> I think he's guilty, but he still. They still have. I don't know what they're still searching for evidence. He so, could be guilty. So. Yeah, he could. But, he yeah, could be did guilty. He pull, did he pull the trigger? Or was but he just by there? the law, yeah. by the law, if everything comes up by the law and he's not guilty, maybe an innocent man got away again. What? An innocent man got away again? Yeah. What do you mean? If he's by the law, he could be guilty. He could have done everything everybody said he's done. But if if by the law in the court of law, when he gets into the court and by the law or the jury and they don't have the evidence to say this guy did it, he's innocent. That's just by the law. But well, he's not guilty. He's he's not innocent technically. He's not guilty. Mm. So. Uh, <laughs> he's he's, he's an innocent man. He got mean, away. Yeah, and now they're looking. Man. Now they're looking at the the Bristol Pond behind where he lived, I think. And they're searching all that for for a murder weapon. And they found his. They only got one that, guy diving. It's going to be a long time. Yeah. Well, they they found his murder weapon house. I guess you could say <laughs> all of the things that the things he's done. He's thrown and he. I don't know why he doesn't think there would be a paper patrol to that when he signed a name on his lease. Uh, if if they found something they in that pond, he deserved to go to jail for life. Because you can't be that stupid. Well, he deserves. I mean, if if he killed that person, yes, he he's going to get twenty five to life. Yeah, and murder. murder. Mm. Really, I don't know where you grew up, but that that's a pretty big deal. Uh, I grew up in Burbank. Burbank. Segway. Do you think that there should be more or less instant replay in baseball? Should you should you humanize or dehumanize? That's that's a call question. making in baseball. That's something I wanted to talk about today. Um, Baseball is a it's a slow game already, it's, but you, you add the instant replay to it, you're going to have arguments, but you won't get a lot of uh, 
coaches throwing, managers throwing out the game. But most of these guys, their bonuses, their careers, their lives depend on uh, winning games. This is their professional at the time. Uh, you call a game out, we lose one game, and I might have my bonus. And not not a uh, personal or selfish thing, but in my bonus, we win – 125 games. That's a different. That's a different ball game. Only because a referee can't get in place. The play I'm talking about is the one that just happened yeah. uh, in Boston. Was it Boston and Tampa? Yeah. You, as a referee, you have to you have to put yourself in a position where you can see that play. You have to. So now instant replay has to come in, and he admits that he makes the wrong call. But to answer your question, I think yes, but only on a certain time. You can't you can't go in the dugout and look at 50 million angles. You just go in there and say, okay, from this, from the back end, where I made the call, he was safe or out. From this end, he's de- it's a definite call. Deborah? Yeah, I'm thinking if they have, if they use instant replays, there's got to be some kind of um, intelligence around it. Meaning, instant replays only if the call is going to mean, you know, a, a run. It's it's going to be a game-changing play, you know, something like that, that it's got to be on major events and not every single little stinking thing that happens. Well, they go to the first base coach when uh, the umpire doesn't know if he made a swing or not. Yeah, they go to the but, I mean, base every coach. baseball is so much like chess that every play is an important play. So if you get if you get thrown out at second, stealing stealing second base and you're safe, then that could le- a single gets you gets a you, in, gets gets you, you in. into the house. Yeah. So I don't know, but there's but that's a gray area that needs to be needs to be uh, cleared up before they move forward at all uh, with with the whole with the whole um, instant replay thing. What do you think? Well, I think that uh, in the playoffs, um, it, it it should be a lot more prevalent than it is in the regular season because championships are at stake. But there's got to, to your point, Kwame, there's got to be like a central repository, you know, in St. Louis or something where everybody's watching the game. These guys can pull it up right away. They can send it back to the home plate umpire and say safe or out. Or, that, or, would not or sl- that right there would not slow the game down because mm-hmm. uh, you, you got somebody watching every game. They generate billions of dollars. You, you can do that. You can, you can sit somebody down and watch the game on a play on every play or every suspect play and say, well, this guy was safe. Or it comes down just like that. Or you can go to football. You can get two a game, three a game. The, the the manager can get two a game, three a game. Leave it yeah. at that. I like your first idea. Yeah, because football so football so four quarters of it is so fast fast paced game. Everything's happening. It's not that fast. Football football. You stop in between each play unless you're running a no huddle. Okay, it, it's not. I'm you, say, you crazy? I'm saying with baseball, the progression. How long is a football game? A football Usually. game. Four and a half hours. How long oh, is well, baseball? Well, time wise, probably three hours and some change. How long is a baseball game? Probably the same thing. Okay. Yeah, but so, football is happening right now. Baseball, you can you can go to the concession stand, get some popcorn and a soda, and he's just pitching the ball. I'm not saying they're the back. same sport. I'm not saying that at all. I understand, I understand I, that saying, baseball doesn't have a halftime, doesn't have quarter ending, doesn't have that, but there's a stoppage in play after each play. What, football? And baseball. There's a stoppage in play. In football, you got eight, uh, a play, a legitimate play should take eight seconds. Uh, in football, you got 25 seconds for the next play, 20 to 25 seconds for the next play, depending on how fast you got a fast-paced offense. Peyton Manning comes out doing no huddle. Uh, he still takes time to call the play, but it's happening right here. It's happening right now. He's making calls at the line, but they don't get in the huddle. So a no huddle is not really a no huddle. It's just guys calling the line. You got a genius like Peyton Manning calling calling plays at the line. That play, I got to hurt defensively. I got to hurry up get in position. So that play is happening right now. It might have took eight to twelve seconds for that last play. I gotta hurry up and get back because I'm playing against the 
Broncos now with Peyton Manning, where that play is happening right now. I, Plus with football, you've got players coming in and out of the game all the time, where baseball, the players are out there. My, my whole statement said, again, that there is a stoppage in play between each play in both sports. They Both games take the same amount of time, so the crux of my argument is that if you add instant replay or you do something like football, it won't slow the game down anymore. There's than a stoppage is. between baseball and, bas- and football. But football is ongoing. Baseball, you t- you take forever. To yeah, I know they're different play. sports. I understand they're different sports. Yeah, but, but an incom- incomplete play, there's probably a minute, minute and a half in between the actual incomplete play and the next play. So there's stoppages in play in football as there are in baseball. It's not a minute. No way. Okay. I, maybe, I, maybe I maybe uh, I hyperbolized a little bit. Maybe that's not you swallowing his gun to your head. Maybe. <laughs> I'm trying to get it out of my head. You need some uh, Mr. Clancy, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's 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 a balance. It's a balance because you're gonna you're gonna disrupt any game by stopping. So you want to number one, limit the stops. So give somebody three, and number two, like I said, have a central point of of viewing for these things so you can take it along. You don't take the umpires out of the game. They're they're just gonna stand there, wait for the guys in the booth. They'll just radio it down. So if you can do it fast. And keep it to a reasonable number per game, you should be okay. What about tennis, like a, a, a back and forth game like that? That's all sensors on the bottom, so that takes two seconds. Uh, replay, boom, it shows those where guys. The are those hit. guys, um, they're always arguing with the um, the ref, Not the anymore. umpire. Yeah, but now they have so, cyclops so they, on the line, so and, in, and in one second you see if it's in or out. And that's what they should do. We say have somebody centrally located. You know, St. Louis is a good spot. Um, where they can see all the plays and the game don't stop. This game, he makes the call, it's wrong. They arguing, the, the manager comes out. Okay, we got the call in. It's he's safe. Yeah, and, so and everybody has to sign off on that. It really matters to if you want the human error aspect in sports or if you don't. If you want to get it right every time, then so be it. I want to get it right in the playoffs because it's. But you, then, but, you work your butt off to get to the championship, to World Series. I want to get it right in. the But playoffs. is that fair for everybody that almost made it to the playoffs that didn't have the that didn't have the advantages that you do when you make it to the playoffs? If it's not maybe this play would have gone through if it wasn't in the playoffs, but because in the playoffs it does. It, I don't think I think that it should be, I, I it should got be similar throughout. Like in, in, in playoffs in football, you don't have an extra replay in the playoffs. So why should you have an extra? That doesn't make I'm any good, sense I'm to good me. with that in the regular season as long as you keep it to two or three a game. For baseball, so, yeah. So, and then, so just like, you know, if you're out of, inf- if you're out of uh, challenges in football – and somebody makes a play in the end zone with one second left, maybe you should have kept your challenge. Yeah. Five to seven minutes. What? In between games, five to seven minutes. The actual, uh, this is from John Missile. The average actual time of an actual of action during an NFL game is between five to seven minutes. No. Between, oh. No, not, not a play. No, it's, oh, he, he might have made a mistake. Oh. No, not a play. Five to seven minutes, not a play. If every play takes eight seconds, then... You run however many plays a game. That could be five <laughs> to seven minutes. Uh, maybe I'm. So is anything going on besides baseball? I don't know. Uh, we can talk about Hunter. You want to talk about Hunter a little bit, Deborah? Hunter Mayo. So Hunter Mayo, if you're unaware, uh, withdrew from the second round of said tournament uh, because his uh, child was being born. Because his child was being born. Uh, and and I was talking with pops uh, off the air about this. People are saying that, you know, oh, man, you walked away from a million dollars because you're leading by two strokes after two rounds of a golf tournament. 
uh, tell Rory about that when he shot 80 in the oh, Masters. And he shot, Hunter Mahan shot, I think, 75, shot a 75 or 77 in the U.S. Open uh, So uh, on the final round. So I think it's kind of ridiculous. But I'm going to ask the question. If, say, he, was, he had one hole to go and he had to leave, million dollars or the birth of your child? One hole, I would go for the million. Say, say, okay, say, say back nine. But that's, back okay. nine well, on Sunday. Nine. No, you gotta go. You've gotta go. Yeah, you've gotta go. You've got to, yeah, this is a, it's what are you gonna live with for the rest of your life? Well, you're gonna, gonna live, live with, with scorn, the, being well, scorned by the re- for has, the rest of your life? He has to understand, you know, or anybody has to make that decision of, you know, do I trust myself enough to know that number one, I've got enough money in the bank that, you know, whatever the pot might be, I'm okay not making it. Um, you know, what are my sponsors going to say, which the sponsors are backing them up on this because it was to. a great, well, no, they don't, but it was a great human call as well because the sponsors can now play that aspect of it up as well. Um, how many times are you going to have a child born and not be there and not know, um, you know, it's a risky thing giving birth. Um, if something were to happen, he needs to be there. So I think he made the right call. So let me ask you a question. Yes. Not Hunter Mayhem. Guy that qualifies on Monday, he's leading the tournament. No, he got a start. Nine left to go, not much money in the bank. Is So is it different from a guy that's already rich and won't really hurt himself financially? Or what What about a guy that's poor, you know? I you, think the decision is whether you're going to, are you going to go for the money or are you going to go for the human aspect of what can you live with for the rest of your life? Can you live with not being there with your wife, with your child being born if you can? And you're okay with that emotional aspect, or you've had the conversation with the wife already, and everybody's okay with it. Stay for the money. I just think but it's easier. With it. It's easier for him, who's making all in twelve, fifteen million a year, mm. to to walk off the course than maybe. That's a, not even a decision I got to think over. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't have to think over the decision. But you're talking about a guy who's been grinding, who has to. That he made to qualify. That's a conversation he's already had with his wife. What do I do? I, we don't have any money. I'm I'm grinding and right. play this professional game. It costs a lot to even try to make the tour. Mm-hmm. Like you can go broke trying to make the uh, tour, oh, yeah. and you are, you a pretty good golfer. You can compete with those guys, but you just can't get in um, all the time. You can't consistently get in. So now you got to go to Q school. You got to go on uh, qualify on Mondays, and he qualifies, and he's in the final on the final day. Yeah, well. Well, Take some video, do some video, and and I'll see the kids. Well, yeah, first. I mean, yeah, you've got your paycheck plus your caddy's <laughs> yeah. paycheck plus right. everybody else. Has right, and I mean, risk. and and with with the uh, situation just brought up, you're saving money for your kid's future. So I mean, this is the money that you might never be able to make again in one weekend. So you have to do that to be in order to so, set your child you, up. You can also plan the pregnancy. Well, I mean, I mean touche, uh, I guess. Yeah, she can. You could, she could have. She could have. If she wasn't selfish, she could have got induced three days earlier. Oh, so go. it's her fault. Yeah, there got it. Go. That's it's right. That's right. Yeah. Damn it. Hunter, yeah. Hunter, yeah. Hunter, 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 out. Hunter made the right decision, and then if any sponsor decide they don't want to pay that guy or want to back that guy, he don't need to be with those guys anyway. That sponsor anyway. Now, well, I mean, it's it's kind of a non-story, but because it's, it's a real story, that's a good story to, to talk about. What about Johnny Manziel? That's your guy. No, uh, that's your guy. Well, he's—I mean—he's now a bona fide bonehead. It, it, is has the um, is it success or curse? Let me ask you guys. I ask you. Yeah. Um, and then I asked Deborah about is it success or curse that he has the um, uh, that he won the Heisman as a red shirt freshman. First of all, he shouldn't have won the Heisman. That's let, let's let's yeah. get let's get that. Well, let's I agree, get that I agree with that. 
I mean, it, but he, they needed a first time for somebody to win the Heisman because he, a lot of guys could have done it before. He wasn't even the best player on his team. <laughs> so true. Lou Jokel's the best player on his team. Okay? I agree. I'm so yeah, no, I, I know. So, uh, so the question was: the, Are you trying to induce this conversation? No, I'm trying you know, to get back to the original question. <laughs> Don't I be think, using my words induced. Well, I yeah, think we're talking, now we're back to golf and babies and I think that it was a curse. And I'm going to tell you why. I believe it was a curse because now he feels like he's on top of the world. He's going to be a kid, fine. There's plenty of kids he is on top that of don't the world. so TV's following him fine. Mm-hmm. You know, he's on top of the world. He's however, a show. however, there is going to be a huge bullseye on his entire body. People are going to be out to show him that he's not as good as he thinks he is, and that's just and not as important as he thinks. They're going to try so hard. He's not going to get through the second year of his uh, of his career. <laughs> you know how you could try so hard to get a guy, and that guy always get you. If they just play his game, Johnny Manziel has some talent. He he is a skillful guy. He has some talent, but what he's doing off the field, he's being a kid, and I and I, I'm not agreeing with him or disagreeing. I'm just like that's why I ask: if, Is it a blessing that he won the Heisman, or is it a curse? Deborah, I ask you. Um, uh, with this guy mindset, he's he's come from money, so does he have anything really to play for? And this is this is one of the things Alex talks about all the time. What's his motivation? Motivation is to go to the pros, or motivation to be a, one of the greatest? Could he just be one of the? At some point, could he go down as one of the greatest collegiate players ever, or does he have aspiration to go to the next level? Um, <coughs> it well, may be a Tebow to me. To me, I look at everything. The reality is, as human beings, everything goes back to emotions. And right now, with Money or, money or no money, he's being emotionally fed in some way, and he's looking for the connection, which is why he's going out and, and hanging with these people. He's looking for the appreciation, which is basically my down and dirty with Deborah segment. Uh, but it's what he needs right now is a mentor, somebody he can know and trust to give him some great advice that he will actually follow. So he, he was can in counseling. Still, so he, well, counseling is different than a Did real mentor. mentor. Yeah, counseling, you can go in there and cry and laugh and they say <laughs> and everything's go got to be fine and then and you leave and you go do what you're doing before. at night. Exactly. It works, um, though. But somebody who, well, depends on the counselor and depends on if you listen to them and whether they're giving you advice or they're helping you work through whatever's going on. Okay. Um, some are good, yes, I'll go with that. Um, and probably your girlfriend is. So. Oh, yeah, I was going to talk about that. <laughs> no, yeah. She ain't no counselor. She counseled puppies. <laughs> But my, what does my, that even mean? My thing <laughs> is these guys are young, whether it's him at his age or the guys going into the other NFL. They are young guys that are being put into a man's world, and they don't know how to handle it. Um, so they need somebody around them, whether it's a parent or a mentor, to give them some advice and still allow them to be a kid at the same time. You, you think he should have uh, – I pose this to all you guys. You think he should have left school? I don't care. You think you're the first success on that campus, the Texas A&M campus? You think you're the first success story? You think he should have left school? He's taking online classes. Now he has more time to do this, yeah. do that, get in more trouble. Um, he hasn't ma- really gotten in trouble, though. Well, I think he needs he's to figure trouble. out a way to deal with his fame. He got in trouble. I think he has fake IDs. Fake uh, IDs, that's trouble. What do, uh, we, what do you need a fake ID? Why do you need to be somewhere you're not supposed to be because of your age? You're on uh, college campus. That's the best right there. I mean, he's he hasn't gotten in trouble. He's he, been in trouble. He, he, he hasn't. Well, stuff. he did the thing where he said he was, it wasn't him. He he, was, he gave somebody a different name, which is fine. It was, it was two years. It was 2012. The thing with the Manning camp was brushed over, which I don't think it should have been. I think, and I said this before, and I got gawked at, but I think that if it's the Manning family, that's a name that will go down in NFL history as one of the most important names. I don't think especially so. in the families. I don't so, think so. You don't. 
they're they just guys oh. that play football, and their last name is Manny. Oh, he's going to give me one where he's like, you're, you're not right. No, you're no, no, no. Right. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go a different direction. This is a guy who finished third. His team finished third in the SEC West whatever. or whatever. West. If, he was, if he was in the NFL, he wouldn't have made, finished third in your division. You're not going so, – so my question is, why is this guy – Relevant. So big, so well, topical. They finished it's, fifth overall. They they were the, fifth in the country. Fifth so in the country. It's not his fault that their division is the best in football. But but you get into football, and you get in whatever in the the, the uh, NFC West, and you finish third. You're not going to be a star. It's a tough division. They so, line, they line these division these conferences up. They line them up. So now uh, Texas A&M, who's in the uh, the Big Twelve, they want to come down play in the SEC. Yeah. You, they line these up for these guys to play. If he doesn't beat Alabama, he doesn't win. Alabama shouldn't be the game that gets you to Heisman. It should be right. the game that takes you to one player to another player. It yeah. should be a game to say, this guy is a football player. And now. if Alabama wouldn't have come down and scored on LSU with 35 seconds left, we wouldn't not even be having this conversation. Uh, he's, he's not. The Heisman, in my opinion, yearly goes to the best player in uh, collegiate sports. And he wasn't the best player out of all those guys. He wasn't the best player. I agree. Uh, on the other side of the break, we have Down and Dirty with Deborah. We'll wrap up our thoughts. Kwame Lasseter, Sports Talk, Alex Clancy. Kwame Lasseter, Deborah Debris, Michael Francis Clancy in studio. We'll be back in about 90 seconds. Mike Sick One Two. Can y'all hear me out there? Let's go. Let's eat it, pop. Let's eat it, pop. I'm all in. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Listen to the women's side of the fitness industry on Fitness RX Radio. If you're looking to stay healthy and look great or are getting ready to compete athletically, this is the show for you. We'll look at competitions from the inside out, bring you fitness tips, nutrition to keep you on top of your game, and so much more. We want to hear from you, too, and we'll take your questions by phone or email. Tune in to Fitness RX Radio, airing every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Look and feel your best. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
<laughs> Welcome back to Carver Last in the Sports Talk. I just wanted to show Carver that my voice is a lot sexier than his. And no, in the sexy voice, the sexy voice I segment don't of the talk show. Over segment. That's what. Well, I'm saying D so backward. That's the second segment m- music. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Sure. Oh no, you got Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Oh, okay. I almost apologized. Dude. Well, okay. Almost. Uh, we're gonna go right into it. That was uh, a second. That was oh yeah. yeah. Down, <laughs> down and dirty with Deborah. Deborah Debris. Yourclearedge.com. Um, I'm just going to be real short and fast. I was, um, like the reality is... Like like <laughs> <laughs> well, short, fast, and sarcastic. I ain't got time to be doing all that work. I got to be short <laughs> and fast. Um, looking at this and saying, you know, are you kidding me? I mean, the reality is our mind is kidding us all the time. We're human beings that, you know, we constantly, as I mentioned earlier, we're seeking comfort, pleasure, connection, appreciation, accepted, acceptance, um, and we're running from pain, physical pain, emotional pain. So when I look at what's going on right now, I don't care if we're talking drugs and the addictions uh, that go along with drugs that, you know, we talk ourselves in and out of whatever we think is going to give us the most pleasure and keep us from the pain. So guys that go into steroids, they're looking at, you know, what, what can I do to bring more pleasure in my, in my world? Now, they're not really having those exact thoughts but that's what's going on emotionally. Whenever they take the steroids and they get their bodies pumped up and now they go out and they start scoring better, hitting better, pitching better, whatever their position might be, they get the pleasure of um, everybody coming around them and praising them and uh, being interviewed more and those type of things. So now they're going to rationalize the fact that, you know, I I can do this and I'll be fine. Uh, We look at guys that are getting injured right now, uh, even in football, and the injuries, uh, it kind of can work in a reverse mode where the injury happens and now all of a sudden they can, their mind is telling them, don't go out and get hurt again. You know, if you make that play, whatever you're going to do, it's going to cause that pain again. The emotional aspect of it brings up the thoughts, the feelings, the emotions, the sounds of the helmets hitting, the pads hitting, the cracking of the bones, whatever might, might have happened, that emotional mind is going to keep them whenever they go out to try to play again if they don't know how to handle it they'll be hesitating and they will start talking themselves out of playing Um, again they may not be fully aware of it but that's what's going on underneath the surface within our mind until they know and understand any of us how to uh, till we know and understand how to uh, realize what's going on within our mental and emotional body that the thoughts create a chemical that creates the emotion that creates the body sensation and then it carries back and creates more thoughts that can even move either move us up into greater and greater success or push us down into that hesitation procrastination and doing whatever we can to keep away from the pain uh, until we start to know and understand how to use our mind and emotions to work for us then we're going to have more guys sitting on the sidelines not playing the way that they could be playing and or taking the drugs in order to push themselves into getting that pleasure. Yeah, anybody that has an issue with that should talk to Adrian Peterson and uh, see what happens when you come back from an ACL seven or eight months later and almost break the rushing record. But I'm sure that he, he's very different. He's always been mentally tough. Well, and that's uh, yourclearedge.com, Deborah Debris, Down and Dirty. Check out the website. Always good stuff on there. But uh, Adrian Peterson... Is is the poster boy now? Absolutely. For coming back that fast. Well, what about the, what, what about Terrell Owens? He did it. Sure, but I mean he's he's uh, exiled himself from 
all these conversations of doing good, and I'm using the air quotes now because he's always been such an egomaniac, or as portrayed in the media and in interviews, that he won't be grouped in that. Even though he did break his leg and come back for the NFC Championship game that year, played in the Super Bowl with it. Right, that's right. The Super Bowl. That's right. He's a receiver who has to play and cut. That's not taken away from having a knee injury and has to play and cut and get pounded every play. Adrian Peterson's the guy's a different breed, but with Terrell Owens, and I thought it was. I thought it was amazing what he did coming back from an injury like that. And, and, but that's and the thing, and we see the guys like that, and I do. I applaud them. That's huge what they've done. But there's all the other ones that we don't hear the stories about that are um, going through this type of uh, mental and emotional pain, and they don't know what to do about it. Yeah. So, so why didn't we hear any steroid talk about Adrian Peterson? Why is he set up on a pedestal? Because if anybody else had come back... Because how he come back that fast? Yeah. That's yeah, what, yeah. That should have yeah. been a conversation. Yeah, it never. Like, you're glowing about him. Hey, this is, mm-hmm. He's a saint of coming back clean. Uh, do we know he was clean? Well, yeah, steroids I, aren't as big of a deal in football as they are in baseball. But, but when you, as when, you can see that. I mean, look at Von, Von Miller, right? I mean, he's, he's, he's going to be suspended for four games. No, possibly. That was, that was on the ticker on the bottom, and that was it. Yeah, and then he's... He allegedly. Was, allegedly. He wasn't, even, um, he wasn't even found guilty, but they put that on the ticker. So, you know, the media does that to you. You can make somebody... That's why you have to go out of the county or out of the, out of the state to even find some jurors. And we can't go out of the state, but you find some jurors because they put so, so much things in the media. But why wasn't Agent Peterson mentioned in the steroid use coming back that fast? Because uh, I know a lot of guys that got hurt. They used to put the uh, HDMSO, I think it was. It was the stuff they put on horses mm-hmm. to come back real quick. Uh, but in, you can tell they have it because it's in their skin. As, you don't want to talk to them. It's, really? It smells like hot garbage. I, <laughs> well, I, hate I, mean, to, uh, I hate to agree with Alex, but uh, me too. I, think, I think he's right. I think football... You know, the, the the sport is good with it, and the fans and we, are good with it. And we talked about this last week right. about it was um, – uh, it's in, it's more – steroids isn't, is a bad thing because people get injured more when you get hit harder. And it's not because you're actually loosely defining what rules are now. And with the Adrian Peterson thing, they're going to investigate this Germany thing that Kobe and him and A-Rod have gone to eventually. Well, you know what that this is. is. That's, uh, it's, that's the um, – well, over there, you don't have to. There's no governor over here. Here, we want to get paid for helping somebody out. There, they want to. They want to treat you. It's the uh, I can't think. Or of it could uh, be something illegal here that they're doing over there. What, what what nobody, nobody knows. For? I'm looking for a word. I can't. The level of t- the level of test, uh, testing that goes on in the NFL, I would think that they would catch most anything. Sure, but then there was the clear thing with Balco, and I mean, there's there's ways to get around anything. And and as you said, there's millions of strains of stuff. But and yes, you're right. They, but you only get a slap on the wrist. So why would you stop doing it? That's right. Well, Lyle Alzado, Lyle Alzado passed away. But there, but there was no testing yeah. then, was there? There was testing. There were testing. 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 Well, yeah, mm-hmm. testing. Well, testing for what they could do at that yeah. time. Yeah, Lyle Alzado passed away from steroids. Yeah. The, dif- the difference is the difference is steroid use ruined baseball. It took a whole generation yeah. and set it out. It hasn't really affected football in the public so 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 i'm not sure how deep the testing is how much they're starting to keep up football is the number one sport in the country and these guys have on helmets and and if football take a hit like baseball does football can bounce back a lot quicker baseball needs another steroid incident uh that we won't know about like the uh mcguire and sosa incident to bring it back to life yeah i mean you need need, uh what's that uh tom tom hanks movie what's the you need some Girls come out and play now. 
Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Major, what is Ma- it? Yeah, you know, know what Oh, uh, League of Their Own. League, 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 League of Their Own, yeah. <laughs> we got there. There is no crime <laughs> <We> baseball. <laughs> uh, but football, football is going to have the concussion issue. Right, that's so, their issue. That's uh, that's going to be their issue. Right. It's coming and, up in college. Yeah, and that, and that over well, that, they they that have all passing the it off. They passing it off. These doctors are trying to pass it off to high school. So now, football is, football shouldn't be played anymore because the doctors now, when you get tested in the league, they're saying, "Well, you might have had this in high school," and that's why I suggest that every parent. Get their child who wants to play football, get tested before he plays so you can monitor. Get baselines. Exactly. So yeah. you can monitor where this guy, how many times he's hit, hit his head. Because he has to live life after that. Yeah, and, I, and I'll tell you what. Football and, and don't this, care. The NFL doesn't care. This sounds really unfair, but because they wear helmets, because people don't notice everybody walking down the street, it's easier to dehumanize than it is for baseball and basketball. And the NFL is exploiting that. And obviously... They don't. You're right, and you've said this from day one. I, I'm a bigger fan of uh, of Roger Goodell than you are, obviously, and you despise him, and I understand that because we come from totally different stances of the argument. But I feel like it's a lot different with with uh, the NFL rather than uh, the rest of the, uh, the rest of the sports in major leagues. So uh, we got to go. This, this sucks. Uh, Kwame Lasseter, Deborah Debris, Michael Clancy. Thanks for coming back Blame in the studio. Uh, Alex Clancy here. We will see you guys next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.